Adrian Surratt is scheduled to graduate from Florida Southwestern State College in December 2020, at which point he'll be furthering his education at Florida Gulf Coast University. He's a devoted father and husband with a four-year-old son and a nine-year-old daughter. He's been married for 13 years and out of school for 14. He has experienced a lot since dropping out of college and has returned with a much clearer and focused mindset. He says he's gonna use his intelligence and drive to make the world a better place. Here at Collaboratory, we can't think of anything better than that. Adrian, I'm so happy that you're able to join us today. I know you're super busy. This is an exciting time for you. Thank you for taking the time. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. I appreciate you having me. All right, well, let's get into it. I know this is like, you have some big news, right? So so um, we have you here today because you are, um, uh, you're a person who started, started a degree and stopped out for a period of time and now you're back, you're back to pursuing that degree. So, mm -hmm. so tell us, um, how far away are you from graduating? Um, well, with my associates, um, within the next couple weeks, uh, whenever FSW has their graduation date. Um, and then I'm, I, I'm already enrolled at FGCU. Um, so I'm going to continue my learning there. And, um, and then the goal is to get, you know, to go from there and get my master's. So, well, that's a, that's a, that's a plan for sure, but let's just stop and celebrate the fact that you, you have earned your AA. You yes, finished indeed. all 60 credits. That's amazing. I did. And, uh, I came back and I did it in, it was supposed to be, um, a little more than a year and a half and I finished it in, in a year. So congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. That is so cool. Thank so, you. so you have big plans now for your education. It sounds like you, you know, the direction you're going in. What, what are your goals for your career? What do you, what are you majoring in? What do you, what do you want to do? Direction's a powerful thing, right? Um, I, uh, I'm going to be double majoring at FGCU in philosophy and psychology. Um, the goal is to be a behavioral therapist or work in some kind of social work. Um, but I'd love to be like a, a cognitive behavioral therapist, but by majoring in, in both, um, I feel like I'm going to get a, a taste of, uh, of what it requires to be successful in, in different fields. So, uh, I'm going to take the classes and, and make sure I get my degree. And then I think I'll probably have a clearer path as I go through, as far as where I'm going to focus my masters on. Um, but that's the immediate plan though. So that, that is really important. I, I think direction is an important part of your story and I'm excited to talk about that with you today. I think it's a big part of a lot of people's story and, and, and this topic of, of finishing, finishing a credential. <clears throat> what I, what I'm curious about, you know, it, are, are you aware of how enormous the demand is here locally in Southwest Florida for mental health workers and for people in that career? Is, is that driving you at all? Yeah, I, uh, I, I experienced it firsthand last year. Um, it, it, it's one of those things where everything kind of came together at once. Um, 
which sometimes they do and it's awesome. Um, I actually was seeking out um, a therapist, you know, um, and I, I talked to my doctor and I was like, I, I think I would benefit from it, you know, and he kind of laughed and he says, you know, if you call around, it'll go straight to voicemail and they'll never call you back. So there's just there's there's more people that need it than are able to provide it. And I said, that's crazy. So I started calling around, calling around um, from Naples to Sarasota and I, I couldn't find anybody. And I had always been interested in psychology and philosophy as far as just like a hobby, like reading books and stuff. But I didn't see a career path for it. Um, I finally did find somebody and um, he had such a similar story to mine where he uh, he was actually um, a pastor at a Catholic church. He was a priest and he decided to leave because it just wasn't what he wanted to do. And then he went back and got his degree and started being a therapist. And um, so through that, uh, it kind of it kind of let me know not only is it something that we need in this area, but it's something that's going to make the community better. So uh, something I wanted to do. That that that's really great. You know, we definitely and I'm glad to hear that you recognize the need here in our region. And it sounds like you're planning to stay here, which makes me really happy, too. Uh, we definitely need a lot of people that are ready and willing to pursue a career in mental health and behavioral mm -hmm. health. It's so important. So speaking of a story similar to yours, let's hear your story. So tell us a little bit about the first time you embarked on earning a degree. Um, so I wasn't really excited about it. I was, um, I was pretty successful in school. It came kind of easy to me. So when I graduated high school, it was just the next thing. I had the, um, the Bright Futures 100% paid scholarship, so I wasn't um financially invested and so when you know when i got there it was just uh hey this is the next step it wasn't i wasn't excited i didn't have a direction i didn't have a purpose it was just you know go to class and i got offered a promotion to my job and it was like go to class for something that i don't even know if i want to do you know i didn't i didn't have any ideas of what i wanted to do or 18 year old me go get money and I, you know i'm thinking Hey, I'll get money right now. And then when I figure out what I want to do later, I'll go back. That was my mindset. And I thought it was that easy. It's not that easy. Going back is, it, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I had, had the stars aligned and I'm, you know, I'm able to do it. But um, at that time, school just wasn't, it, it didn't mean anything to me, to be quite honest with you. I didn't, I didn't realize the importance. Um, and I just, I didn't, I didn't have that purpose. Do you think there's something that, that the, the education or the community education system or the community could have done to help you have more purpose at that, at that age, the first time around? I think so. Um, I think, um, I think maybe more contact with the advisors at the school, uh, because I know this time around, um, my advisor, Rachel, has been just phenomenal. She she emails me just randomly to check up on me and hey, how's everything going? Hey, you only got this many classes left. Hey, I seen you got all A's this semester. Blah, blah. So she, she's been awesome. Um, I don't remember that at all the first time around. So I think that would help. Which I mean, it might be harder at bigger schools, but um, it's important. I think. Yeah. And um, and maybe even like a uh, 
like a career path class, you know, yeah. like maybe one of them one credit classes that that just kind of shows you different career paths and how to get there. And then you can kind of figure it out. Um, did, did you have any of that in high school? Mm-mm. No. And you, you grew up here in Southwest Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I graduated back in 05 and I don't remember any of any, okay. any classes like that. All right. So how long how long was that first the first effort to get your degree? How long did you stick around? Uh, I was at FGCU. I finished my first semester and then I just stopped going my second semester. Like I, I went for a few weeks and then I was just like, I don't want to do this. So I just stopped going. And then uh, I started a semester at FSW, which was Edison back then. Um, but it was the same thing. I just, I went for a little bit and then I just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then fast forward us a little bit. Tell us how you're, so you, you decided to work cause you were able to make some money and what, what kind of led you back? Um, the work I was doing was very unfulfilling and I had been doing it for quite some time and there was no real incentive to move up because I was working in retail management and the higher you go in retail management, the worse you're treated and, and the more, the less rewarding it is. Um, so I was just kind of stuck in this, you know, just making enough money to pay the bills, but not really getting any, um, getting any fulfillment from it. Yeah. So, um, like I said, the stars really aligned to where my wife had decided to go back to school, which was uh, a huge inspiration to me. Um, so while I was working, she was still working a couple hours a week, but she uh, she finished up her degree and um, she started working full time. So now she's working full time and she's making more money than I was. And when COVID hit, I had to stay home with the kids. Um, so I had to leave my job anyway. So I decided to see what was going on with, with FSW. Um, and like I said, the, I had a direction and a focus at that point. So I seen what she did. I said, man, you know, it can be done. It's, it's not as hard as, as, as you think, you know, and she had a great time doing it. Um, and I was so, so proud of her and she was so, you know, she was, she was so proud. So it was, that was a big inspiration. And then just, I've always, I tell my daughter all the time that your goal in life is to leave the world a better place than you found it, which is cliche, but you know, uh, it's true. And I, and I don't, I don't feel like the job I was doing was making the world a better place really. Um, and now I have that opportunity, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna attack it, you know? Yeah, that, that's a great story. And it seems like for you and for a lot of people, direction and purpose is a, is a, a really important part of of where you're going and i think that you know pur a purpose-driven life is is extremely valuable and a lot mm -hmm. of that comes from you know setting goals for yourself and making sure you're able to um, learn and acquire the skills that you need to be able to fulfill that purpose so i think it's very cool that your wife was such an inspiration to you what what sector is your wife in She's in the healthcare sector. She actually um, is a respiratory therapist, mm. um, which good timing with COVID here. She's uh, yeah. 
Yeah, very good job security. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's she's working over in the in the hospital in Fort Myers. That's fantastic. You know, thank you to your wife for her service, especially during this time. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that's, a, that's a great story. So, so tell me how many years were you out before you decide, before you went back to FSW, Florida Southwestern State College? Over 10 years. Okay. Uh, I think 13, 12 or 13. All right. And so you were inspired by your wife. You were so proud of her. You wanted that same thing for yourself. What were some of your fears about going back 13 years later? Um, well, obviously leaving my job had the financial fear. Um, I had fear if I would have enough time, uh, especially with the kids and, uh, everything that was going on. Um, I actually, before you keep going, tell us real quickly, how many kids do you have? Two. How old are they? Uh, four and nine. Okay. So you have little kids. So the financial fear, would you have time? You have kids keep going. Um, yeah. So when I first started, you know, the, the spring semester, I just, I kind of dipped my toe in and just took, uh, I took three classes and, um, you know, once you get into it, I, for me, I was excited about it, you know, and I was just really happy to be back and, and, and to be learning. And so after that, I, I took the maximum amount of classes I could take for the next two semesters because I found out, especially with online classes, you have so many pockets of time throughout the day that if you don't pay attention, it, it just kind of gets wasted, you know? So it seems like there's some flexibility, especially now with everything being online to uh, be maybe more accommodating for people that are juggling, juggling a lot of things in life, kids and, um, and uh, other responsibilities that working, those sorts of things. So it sounds like it's it's pretty accommodating for adults. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. If it, if it wasn't for the online uh, aspect of it, I probably wouldn't have been able to finish as quickly as I did. Um, you know, my first semester was before everything went um, online. So two of my classes were on campus. Um, and I think that helped a lot too, because that, that gave me kind of the college experience again, rather than just going online, you know, the interaction with the teachers and the classmates and stuff being on campus was really cool. Um, but my on-campus classes, I was able to schedule kind of around at that time, my work schedule, you know, I was taking, I was taking night classes and things like that. And then online classes to fill the gaps. Then once summer came, everything was online regardless. So um, that having that flexibility to kind of go at my own pace, um, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't have been able to take six classes if it wasn't for that, you know? I, so it, it helped a lot in my position. Yeah, and I can imagine for somebody who is has been out of school for a while or maybe who hasn't gone to school and they're thinking about coming back in as an adult, I mean, three classes sounds like a lot. Six sounds like a lot a lot so that's pretty amazing that you're you were able to make that work with your other responsibilities are there a lot of other adults in the classes from from what you can tell um not many no i you know one or two per class i'd say okay okay so you are in classes with you know sort of the more 
traditional or what we view as, you know, students coming directly out of high school and into college. Is that, that's correct? Yeah, that's the majority. Yeah. Okay. So now that you're, now that you're back in, you, you know, and you're done, I mean, you finished your AA. Let's, that's so amazing. Um, what, what do you think, like looking back, what are the key differences for you now having, having come back, um, compared to when you very first started at FGCU and FSW 13 years ago? Um, now, um, I view it as an opportunity. Whereas back then, um, I guess it was kind of an obligation. I didn't see a lot of the uh, positives about it, I guess. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it at all. You know, you're, you're 18, you, you already know everything you, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have a one-year plan, a two-year plan, a five-year plan. I didn't have anything. I was just going to school and then go get this money. So now I realize that it's, it's an opportunity and it's, you know, I've wanted to do it for 10 years, but I, I haven't been able to for, for one reason or another. Um, and so now that now that everything is is aligned that I can do it, um, I'm very grateful for it, and it's it's something I'm not going to waste. And I know that I've worked for ten years at a job that wasn't fulfilling, you know, and that that I didn't enjoy. So I see this as a way to make my life better, um, make my community better, make the lives of the people around me better. Uh, so it's just, it's, it's really exciting for me, you know, and it's a, like I said, it's, it's an opportunity, um, rather than just an obligation of, you know, wake up and go to class. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, you also noted earlier that it seems like the advisors are, uh, more proactive this time around yeah. too. So that's, I think that's a real, real benefit to just remind remind um everyone of as well so let me ask you real quick what do you about your kids like what do they think about you going to school like this um well my son doesn't know any different he's he's the four-year-old he just runs around and jumps off couches and bounces off walls and stuff but my daughter um she thinks it's real cool we, we've talked about it um and in fact some of my classes um she sits with me on, you know, uh, like some of my philosophy lectures or we have to watch videos for like biology and she'll watch them with me. Um, but she thinks it's really cool. Um, you know, she says, uh, she told me that, um, you know, you can do anything you put your mind to. That's something that, you know, they, they, they tell the little kids and it's, it's a little bit cliche, but it's, it's very true. You know, it's, it's, there's a, it's cliche because it said so much because it's based in fact. So she's, she's excited for me. She's seen, uh, she's seen my wife do it. And, um, I think as she gets older, it'll mean a little bit more to her and I'll be able to pass on some of, some of the things I learned through the process to, to them, which I'm also really excited about. Yeah. Well, that brings up a great point because what, what an example it is as a child to see your parent, um, pursuing, pursuing education, uh, you know, not everyone gets to see that. And I think a lot of time, a lot of children in Southwest Florida are first generation, potentially first generation college students, their parents 
may not have gone to um, technical college or, or to um, into a degree program. And so I'm curious, were, were, did your parents did your parents go to college? Um, my mother didn't. My father has some credits, but he, he never graduated or got a degree. Um, he is in a specialized trade, though. He's, he's a mechanic, so he's he's gotten certifications and stuff over the years. And I, to be honest, he's probably really close to getting his associates. He needs to just I keep telling him he needs to just call FSW and see what he has left and finish it. But um, but he yeah, he he's he's got some credits over the years from different places, but he's never graduated. So let me ask you something, because a lot of people might say, well, why would he even want to do that? What would the value be to your father to get an associates? Um, well, number one, I think continued education at any age. Um, it helps you to you know, think, think differently. You know, um, my professor, my philosophy professor started our class with one of the coolest quotes. He says, you don't think the way you think you think. And so even just taking that class, now that's something I want to major in, but, you know, we went over political philosophy and, you know, all these different areas that I hadn't really looked into, but that affect your daily life, you know? And so I think even just, you know, going to class and, and learning some of this stuff enriches your life in a lot of ways. You know, I find myself catching, catching what I'm going to say before I say, you know, thinking about my words more than I would normally, mm -hmm. what the connotations would be, um, you know, the aftermath, stuff like that. So I think, I think continued education is, is important. And, um, for him, it might not be as big of a deal, but, uh, you know, being able to apply for a job and put on your resume graduated instead of just graduated high school mm -hmm. uh, is a big difference, you know, and, and it's also a, a really, a really great feeling of accomplishment as well. So, I mean, there's, I think there's a lot of, a lot of pluses for, for anybody of any age. Yeah, and I mean, listen, being a mechanic and earning an industry certification or certificate in that field is extremely valuable. I mean, I Future Makers is 100% all in on vo the vocational um, and trade school certifications and certificates. A lot of our economy is based on that. You can get very good jobs um, by pursuing a credential at one of our technical colleges. Um, mm -hmm. I do, I just really was curious what you thought the value could be to someone your father's age in terms of stacking then on top of that, that, mm -hmm. um, that credential, a degree. And, yeah. um, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate sort of, you know, your response and, and, and how this, this experience has changed the way you think um, yeah. and what you think about. So I appreciate that. That's great. So um, is there, when you think about your fears that you, that you had going back to school, um, what helped you, what, what did, were there people or services or things that you did yourself that helped you sort of overcome those fears obviously you overcame them so what what how did you do that um 
my wife was a big part of it, supporting me and making sure that um, all the uh, all the important orders were uh, affairs were in order. Um, but uh, also, like I mentioned before, my my advisor, um, I met with her before each semester, and um, you know, the first semester just kind of getting my feet wet um, helped me feel a little bit more confident. Um, cause I was able to, I was able to do all the work and I was able to, you know, um, get A's in each of the classes. So I knew it was attainable. And then, um, once I worked with the advisor, she said, Hey, here's the classes you're going to need for your bachelor. So let's go ahead and knock them out now. And it will get you to your associates. So she really laid every, she printed out FGCU's, um, coursework and then what I had available and what time slots and she would fill it out and then she'd email me and ask me what I think about it and then say hey this opened up and I can change this around and so as far as like scheduling and making sure I had enough time um she did great with that so um I think you know the my biggest fears were were put to rest pretty quickly and then I could just just focus on uh you know, on, on doing what I needed to do. That's great news. I mean, it sounds like you having someone in your corner like that and who's kind of looking out for you and not just checking boxes makes a big, big difference, especially when you have a fear of taking on this huge new responsibility, something like going back to school. So, um, you know, I bet there are other people out, well, I know there are other people out there right now that are maybe stuck in a career that isn't going anywhere or because of COVID and the pandemic need to change career paths um, or they are looking to advance. Maybe they have, they work for a good company, but they want to become a manager or move up. So, so there are a lot of adults, people out there who are probably taking care of families, working jobs, you know, paying bills, doing all of those things. What would be your advice to to that person out there that that really that really needs this to make it to the next level, but you know they they haven't made a move yet? Um, spend some time with yourself and, and really ask yourself some some tough questions. You know, I think that um, having a plan of where you want to be. Um, gives you concrete steps on how to get there. And if you don't know where you want to be, you're never going to, you know, you're never going to get there. So I think um, having a plan and then researching what it takes to fulfill each of the goals, you know, look at them one year, two year, three year, five year. Um, I'm, I'm really big on that. And, um, and then you have to, you have to sit down and map it out and do it. Um, the the big thing is to have the the clarity of what it is that you want to do you know what your goal is and um you know if you're just if you're just coasting because we're human beings we like we like comfort we don't like change you know so you have a job it pays okay you know you don't want to disrupt that and i get that that's a lot of people but you know you have a limited time so find out what it is you really want to do and sometimes that takes time. Like I, you know, I've been trying to figure it out for 10 years and I haven't been successful. And, uh, 
you know, with experience and, and, and life lessons, you learn a lot. So the more I sat with myself and the more I thought about it and decided that that's what I was going to do, um, you know, I mapped it out and, and I went after it. So I think, I think really the easiest answer to the question is to, to sit with yourself and find out what it is you want to do and then how to get there where you want to be and how to get to where you want to be. Do you think there school's are often right, right in the beginning of that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there are resources? Do you think there's people that can help with that? I mean, did you talk to anybody, um, in your pursuit, like once you decided what it was, you kind of wanted to do and sort of mapping it out? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I think that that's really valuable too, is, um, asking advice from people who have been there. Um, even even people who tried it and failed, you know, you, you, you a lot of times you learn more in failure than you do success. But we have all these people around us who have gone through similar situations as us and have awesome insight and great advice for you. But they're not just going to come tell it to you. You know, you got to ask the right questions. So I think that, uh, I, you know, I learned a lot of stuff from from people I wouldn't have thought of. You know, like I have a coworker uh, or had a coworker who was 70 and uh, really well spoken, though, like he was still really cognizant of what was going on. And I learned so much from him just talking about regular stuff, you know, and his regrets and his successes and things. And um, and so I started seeking that out a little bit more and um, and asking people questions and people love to talk about, you know, their successes and things like that. So um I think there's a lot of a lot of advice that that we could be taking advantage of that we don't. Yeah. Yeah, learning from other people's experience is a uh, is very valuable. Was it hard to reapply to FSW? No, actually it was it was very easy this time around. Um and and the cool thing too with 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 financial aid um you have a lot of options in the state of Florida. They have grants, they have scholarships. Um, and I mean, of course I had my wife's help cause she had just gone through it, but it was pretty much fill out the FAFSA. I went down and talked to, to my advisor. She told me what papers I needed to fill out and I was in, I mean, it was, it was, it was a very easy process. So, that, so I'm curious, I mean, now you've been through the system twice. Uh, do you have any advice for, for these institutions? Um, I hate to harp on the same point so much, but I, I really think that, um, getting an advisor involved with you personally, uh, makes a big difference. Uh, it's, it's like you said, having someone in your corner, but also someone who understands exactly what you need to do to get where you want to go. And so they can tell you, hey, this is a really good idea, or hey, you might want to change this, or you know, you might want to alter this. Like I remember she emailed me and said, hey, summer is a shortened semester. I wouldn't take six classes. You need to, you know, be careful, which I didn't listen to, but it was still great advice. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that if every school could have, you know, could have someone. I don't want to say babysitting you, you know, but just checking in, even if it's just once a month, once every two months, um, 
the first time I sat down and she really kind of showed me the map and, and what it was going to take, it helped solidify in my head, okay, I need to do this this semester, I need to do this by the end of the year, and then I need to do this, you know, while I'm at FGCU. Um, and having it, you know, having a, a concrete map that I could see um, really helped me, you know, put that first foot forward, which is really the hardest part. So it sounds like having a proactive advisor, not where you have to reach out and ask all the questions, but they're sort of like anticipating what you may need or where you might trip up. They're they're critically looking at what you're doing and what your goals are and working working with you. Um, I, it sounds like that is working well for you and that you think they're that's a key to the to success. Yeah, because I I don't I didn't have that the first time around. Okay, and. Um, even when I would when I would email my advisor or anything like that, I'd kind of just get a cookie cutter response. Uh, so it was just kind of like I, I really didn't think anything of it because I just thought that's how it was. You know, you yeah. get into the school and they just let you do your thing because you know it's your money. If you want to leave, you can leave. You know, but it, it didn't seem like they cared and I didn't care, so it just yeah. fell apart. You know. Okay, so do you think this? Do you think they care? Now? Yeah. Do you think they care now? I think FSW definitely does. Yeah. yeah. Um, FGC, we'll have to get back to. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so I think, but I think that's important, right? Because I think a lot of people mm -hmm. have this perception that the school isn't invested in you and you in your success, and that's not true. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you're experiencing it. It sounds like you agree. You know, we hear it from the schools, but hearing it from the actual people that are in the system is really important. So so you're saying in your experience, they seem to care about whether you make it or not. Is that fair to say? FS, FSW, I would say definitely. That's, yeah. that's great. OK, so so um, you talked about you have a plan mapped out. You're about to go to FGCU. Um, how long do you have left now that you finished, you started at FSW, you have your AA, how long is it going to take you to finish that double major bachelor's degree you told us about? Uh, supposed to be two years, um, but um, I anticipate it'll be quicker than that. Um, I have a, a full course load this spring, plan on doing the same thing in the summer, you know, um, and so theoretically, I mean, I could probably get it done in a year and a half, maybe maybe a year and a semester, depending on how things go. But I'm planning for two years, you know, that way. Um, give yourself a little buffer. Yeah. Okay, great. So that that's doable, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So so I my last question for you and and. I'm, is about uh, this idea of adult learners or people who maybe opted just to go straight into the workforce after they graduated from high school or who started at an institution, started a program somewhere, got some hours, got some credits in, but it just wasn't for them for whatever reason. Or they had life, life happened, right? They had someone get sick in their family, their car broke down, they had to get another job, whatever the case may be. Um, what do you want people to know about adults that are returning to school? 
Um, well, unfortunately, that's kind of the way society is set up, I feel like, is they value the, uh, the, the middle-class workers more than, um, you know, people being educated. They, they, they need the, the retail workers and the, the, the fast food workers and, and things like that. But um, the people that stopped out, there could be a million reasons. You know, it, mine was kind of silly and selfish, but there's people who need to pay rent and can't afford to go to school or don't have transportation to get to school or, you know, had kids and don't have anybody to watch the kids. So, um, number one, the people that stopped out, it may have been of, of, of no choice of their own. It may have been forced upon them. And then the people that go back, um, I think it, it shows a lot of courage and, um, and, you know, realizing where society is and wanting, you know, wanting to make it a better place, I think. Yeah. You know, I think, I think you're right. There are a million reasons why someone might not finish, um, or may choose to wait or put it off. And, uh, I think that nine times out of 10, it's probably not something like being lazy. (laughs) And it sounds like in, in your situation, there are things that could have helped and prevented you from not having the direction that you needed to make it the first time around, you know, understanding career pathways, which is something that could honestly happen earlier than high school. I mean, it could start in, it could start in high school. It could start in middle school. So understanding sort of what the options are. And then, as you said, getting some more planning and and interaction with folks that can help you make a plan all of that could have made a difference for you. You're not the only person I've talked to who went to college because that's just what you were supposed to do and they didn't have direction and ended up stopping out. I think there's an opportunity there for us to, to do better in that, in that um, scenario because a lot of people will opt not to ever go back. I mean, like you said, it's not as easy to go back. Uh-uh. But it's possible. So, and, you know, that's one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to talk to you today. And I want to give you all, all the credit for what a brave and amazing thing you're doing. So my, my, I'm going to ask you one more question. What's going to be your advice to your two little ones um, as they're sort of planning out their, their lives? Hmm. Ask questions. Um, question everything, you know, ask, ask questions of yourself, ask questions from other people. Um, you know, there's learning opportunities everywhere you look. Uh, but if you're not looking for them, you're not going to get them. And, uh, like I said, when I was younger, I knew everything you didn't, you know, I I didn't, I didn't want to go seek advice or ask any questions. I was, I was just doing my thing. So I think, uh, I, I want them to be inquisitive. I want them to to ask questions, and I want them to really think about what they want and um, and what they want to be, and and take steps towards towards becoming what they want to be. Um, because direction and purpose is not something that anybody can give you. It's something that you have to find, you know, and you can only find it from from really asking yourself those tough questions and getting to know yourself. 
And so, um, yeah, I just, I want, I want them to, I want them to be inquisitive and to ask questions and, um, you know, pay attention, pay attention to what's going on around them and not just coast like I did. Well, I have to say you're setting a great example for them. I'm really excited about where your education and career will take you. We need, we need a lot of people that have goals like yours. So um, we need you right here in Southwest Florida. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for sharing your story. That's very courageous as well. And we wish you the best of luck. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me.